Hello, friends. It's Jim Nance, and it's my great pleasure to welcome you to Beyond the Clubhouse, a podcast hosted by my friend Garrett Johnston. He is a testament to one of the great things about this sport, the friendships that come from playing or even just talking about the game. And you're going to meet some of the characters that Garrett has gotten to know from this past decade plus that he's been covering the sport. You're going to hear from players, caddies, members of the media. You're going to get the storytelling, the golf news, the player swing tips, and a whole lot of laughs. It's coming your way with this edition of Beyond the Clubhouse. Here's Garrett. All right, guys, let's get right to it. Emergency podcast here. Colin Morikawa, of course, is in the hunt, has a great chance to win 20 under par through three rounds. I, I want to share some audio with you. I've spent one-on-one time with him at Bay Hill right before the pandemic hit. We talked about a few things, among them his practice routine, what he tends to focus on, what he goes through mentally. I mean, this is one of the strongest mental players out there. Great attitude, and he's also one of the best iron players alive as we speak. So we go through what he's thinking with his iron shots on the range, what we should be thinking as players. So we get into kind of instruction. It starts off, because remember, this is Bay Hill. This is right before he plays his first Players' Championship, so he talks about what he's looking forward to about that, the whole better than most uh, putt the Tiger had. That's, you know, he gets into those memories that, that he remembers of the players growing up. So we get to, to Colin. But you know what? I want to tell you, though, as well, as he's in the hunt with a chance to win Tournament Champions, of course he won the PGA Championship, but I did talk to his caddy, J.J. Jakovac, and J.J. said... If you re- if you're watching closely, there, there's a point where Colin grabs his right elbow as he's about to putt, and this is like a, a couple rehearses this a couple times right before he sets in and actually hits the putt. And JJ's telling me that's his way of kind of keeping everything connected and kind of keeping the elbow tucked into his body. So it's interesting to hear that and what kind of what Colin's working on there. Of course, putting is not his strong suit. He's 24th out of 42 players in the field in terms of strokes game putting. He's losing strokes in that case, but you know, at least he's working on it. He's trying different things. DJ is also doing that as well. So there's a lot we could get into. Um, but still, keep an eye on how he does this week, and let's get to this audio here. Before that, Encore Golf, of course, my sponsor, EncoreGolf.com. Check out Instagram. They've got a huge presence there, at Encore Golf on Instagram and Twitter. I love their Vero X1 golf balls. I've been playing them for, oh gosh, maybe two and a half months now. I've gained about 15 yards off the tee with my driver. It's crazy. I know it's it's hard to believe that, but still... Uh, it's been a huge help for my game, so check them out. Great with the, with the short game as well, chipping and putting. I'm very comfortable uh, with the enlarged core. It's a, it's a great golf ball. But let's get to it. Colin Morikawa here on Beyond the Clubhouse. You, what's it going to feel like? It'll be awesome. I mean, obviously, you know, it's the, it's the Players' Championship. It's, it's for us, and um, it always has the strongest field of the year pretty much, and um, I look forward to it because, you know, that's what you want to play against. I mean, obviously this week was pretty tough, but I, I loved it, you know. My caddy and I were making jokes. It wasn't hard. It's just the ground was hard, you know. That's all it was. Um, so for today, or I mean for next week, you know, it's just go out there like any other tournament and have fun. I mean, I, I played there as a junior for junior players, you know, six, seven years ago. So it's, it's been a while. Um, don't remember everything, but, you know, it, it's just another event. Why not go out there and, you know, try and win? It is another event. Um, it, it's also got that stadium where you've got 17. You've got yeah. just, just so much history there. Yeah. Like, what's that anticipation? It's like awesome. 
Um, I, I think, you know, having played the course already, it helps. You know, even though I don't remember everything, it's just like a familiarity and comfort level that you can just show up there and be okay. Um, but, you know, when you when you have that walk from 16 to 17, you know, I'm, I'm sure you only see water there. It's all you see. It's either people or water. And you see that small island green and, um, you know, walk away with four pars there for the week. Well, uh, I think I'll be pretty happy. You gotta like having JJ in the sense that he's been awesome. there with Ryan Moore yep. many times, yeah. right? He's, That's gotta be a helpful. It's it's been the best thing. I, mean, I couldn't be luckier to have him on the bag. Um, you know, to put a veteran caddy like that, and I know he's enjoying it. I'm thrilled to have him, um, and just someone I can trust. You know, just reading lines, picking targets. You know, knowing what to do off tees because, you know, for example, this week, every single day we played here, the wind was different. And, you know, those are just things he picks up on a lot quicker than I will, you know, if I were just to have someone like a friend on the bag. So, um, no, he, he's awesome. So it's, it's good to have. Favorite player's memory watching this kid? Uh, probably yeah. Tiger's putt on 17, right? Better than most. Better than most. Better, better than most. I mean, that's pretty good. You were pretty young then, yeah. dude. I mean, no, but we've seen the highlights many, years many ago. times. We've How old were you 19 years ago? Four. <laughs> I don't think I watched it live, I'll tell you that. But, um, yeah. You know, it's pretty special. Yeah. And then I'm always interested in your practice. I mean, you're one of the best ball strikers out here. Yeah. Your practice Thank routine. You. <laughs> Thank well, you. Just like just going into iron play. Like yeah. just your, your practice, pre-round routine. What is that, your philosophy like on that? Mm -hmm. um, for me, it's just to stay creative. You know, hit different shots. Don't get stuck in just hitting full swing eight irons, full swing seven irons, whatever. Um, you know, when I practice on the side on off weeks, I like to play courses if I know what course I'm going to play. And I like to just play it and just hit one shot. You only get one shot. And, um, like play it in your mind as you're Play it in my mind, yeah. Just, just going see, driver. Take, and take a pin, driver, and then seven iron, cut seven iron, draw, five iron, much. whatever. And, um, you know, I kind of keep that for my warm-ups. And that's kind of what I've always done. You know, I, I need to, even though I hit cuts a lot of the times, I, I need to see the ball work both ways just so I can, you know, kind of even everything out. Yeah. So for me, it's just staying creative and seeing the fade, seeing the draws, seeing my shots, visualizing that, that's been huge for me. How long is your uh, pre-round routine? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and how has it been trial and error to get to that point? Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's um, definitely lengthened as I've turned pro a little bit. Um, just going to more chipping, you know, doing a little more chipping than I used to. So for me, you know, it's, it's about an hour 10, roughly hour, hour 10, um, depending how everything's situated, where the range is. But, you know, it's, it's always been around an hour. I'm not a guy that sits out there forever. I like to get moving. Uh, if, if I've got too much time on my hands, you know, I just kind of get stuck and, and I don't stay focused and as sharp as I should. Yeah. I'm almost done here. I just have a couple mm -hmm. follow-ups. Okay. Um, the drill, like any go-to drills or training aids that mm -hmm. you like to use that are helpful? Or you know, for me, I, I think um, on the range, I love to just put like a glove underneath my left armpit. Keeps me connected on my backswing. Um, you know, if, I, if I'm not hitting it great the previous day, I'll do that on the range the next. Or, and just, you know, hit a few shots, just stay connected with the left swing and the backswing. And, you know, it's pretty much the only drill I do on the range. Um, for me, it's just checking my, my alignments, checking the basics, you know, making sure everything is lined up. Because if everything's lined up there, we're good to go. Yeah. Well, for, for amateur golfers, there's so many different swings out there. Yeah. But for them, like, what, what is a good drill that they, weekend golfers, mm -hmm. should implement that, that would be helpful? I, I think, you know, hitting a lot of punch shots. I mean, how often are you really hitting a full swing shot? And if you are, you know, the people that are miss hitting them, punch shot's going to go just as far. 
it's going to be just as consistent. So why not work on the three-quarter, um, you know, making sure that good contact, you're hitting down on it a little bit, and um, you're just getting it from there because really it's, it's all about contact, you know. You, you miss, you're going to miss hit some, but if you can get the solid ones to go straight where you want it, that's all you can ask for. Yeah, and why do you focus more on chipping now than you have in the past? Is it I, just... I think just to keep doing, you know, I want to bring what I'm doing well on the range and my iron shots into my putting and chipping. And for me, it's like being staying creative, hitting different shots. So for me, when I go more chipping, um, it's just hitting a bunch of different shots before the round. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what kind of lies you're going to have. But just keeping the mind, you know, active uh, is a big thing. So it's a big part of, you know, my game. I need to keep working on chipping, bunkers, putting. Um, and, you know, it's a work in progress. But, you know, for now, it's it's just tighten everything up and keep it going. We can start working over there. I know you got a sign. Yeah. Um, but if, if weekend golfers only have five or ten minutes when they show up to mm -hmm. the course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, I, I know it's not ideal, but, like, what should be the focus in that short amount of time? Um, you know, do you have to prioritize? Get, get loose. Yeah, maybe 15 minutes. I, yeah. I, think, I think really just get mentally prepared for, um, you know, what, what's ahead of you, whether it's just a lot of fun with your buddies or you're playing a big match against your friends. Um, I think it's just, you know, to feel ready. Because I, I think when you're, not, when you're not sharp, sometimes it takes you that five, six, seven, even nine holes, and you kind of, like, realize, like, what just happened there. And, you don't want that to happen. Yeah, get scared. Yeah. Hey, have fun with the players, man. Appreciate it. All right, my thanks to Colin Morikawa for coming on Beyond the Clubhouse. And listen, if you listen to the broadcast this week, there was a lot discussed in terms of what Bones Mackay said. Of course, he said that he loves the game. The sky's the limit for Colin Morikawa from what he sees. He loved what he did at Murfield Village. Remember the must-make putt after Justin Thomas. Who on earth? could answer a, a putt from uh, Justin, a 50-plus foot putt that goes in in a playoff. Who could answer the way that Colin did? And he drained his own birdie on top of that. Just just the moxie for the moment. And uh, I, I know that he went on and he wins, a, he wins his first major after that at the PGA Championship in San Francisco. The way he did it, though, he just went out and he took it. Look out for Colin Morikawa. Justin Leonard also spoke on the broadcast on Saturday uh, for the Century Tournament Champions was saying that he doesn't have a weakness and that his golf IQ is through the charts. He is impressing everybody out there. His consistency is amazing. Look at what he did. He, he, he won the PGA Championship, and I understand he misses his next cut, but it really hasn't been much of a slump after that. He finished sixth of the Tour Championship. He's been in the mix. Um, and here he is now. He played the Masters, his very first Masters tie for 44th. He had a couple good flashes early on Thursday, Friday there at Augusta. Never quite got into the big thick of competition, but still, uh, I remember seeing him. He kind of soaked it all in there uh, Monday and Tuesday, just standing on the 10th tee a couple times, just for extended amount of time, 5, 10 minutes. He was just looking over the property and soaking it in, wide-eyed. And we've seen that look. Uh, from Colin Morikawa. I mean, he, he gets wide-eyed all the time. It's crazy. There's like a humility to him, which is a, a, an awesome kind of layer to who this person is. Yes, he's one of the best one of the best ball strikers alive, but he's so humble at the same time. So it's interesting to see how that will play out in terms of how successful his career will be. He's not kind of that alpha killer instinct kind of guy, at least when it comes to um, 
you know, the way he talks. Even in the interview, you heard him. When I say, oh, you're one of the best uh, ball strikers out there, he's like, oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> as if he's like, oh, I, I didn't know that. Uh, come on. He's almost like a, this Wally Cleaver mentality, right? Oh, shucks. Oh, shucks. I guess I am, huh? So anyway, it, it, it's very endearing, I think, to me. Uh, it makes it more relatable, honestly. Uh, not that everybody has to be ho-hum humble, but uh, it, it is interesting. So he, here he is, ranked 7th in the world. I talked to his caddy, J.J. Jakovac, and I said, J.J., this is on Saturday night going into the Century Tr- Tournament Champions final round. And I said, J.J., rank how your guy is playing. You've been with him for over a year. Rank how he's playing right now compared to the best that he's ever played with you. And he said, it is right up there. This is J.J. Jakovac. He sees him all the time, practice with him. Of course, his his caddy. And they get along so well, as Colin alluded to in the interview here. This is high praise. I mean, this guy, I think he's really ready for a huge breakout in 2021. I know he won a major. What else are you going to do after winning a major, right? What else is there to do? Well, there's FedEx Cup. There are WGCs. There are other majors. I mean, this guy... I like I like this guy is the limit kind of comment for him because good iron play is going to work anywhere on the PGA Tour. And there are certain weeks where it's going to stick out more than others. Of course, this week you would think that actually iron play wouldn't. It kind of turns into a, uh, a putting contest, right? He's third in strokes gain approach. Kind of right up his wheelhouse. But at this tournament now, 20 under, one shot back of the league going in. This guy is, is something something else. So keep an eye on Colin Mark out. We'll see how he does uh, the rest of this 2021 season. Thanks for joining me here on Beyond the Clubhouse. I'm going to have some audiograms I'll be sending out. You'll check them out if you'd like on Instagram. I'm at Garrett Johnson Golf. Um, at Beyond the Clubhouse Podcast is where you can find the um, podcast here for Instagram. Twitter, the other medium, of course, for social media with this. I am at Johnston Garrett and then at Beyond Clubhouse uh, to follow there. But, yeah, great stuff with Colin. My thanks to him for the time. And, yeah, definitely look out to uh, a good rest of the year for Colin Morikawa. Thanks again, and we'll catch up soon here on Beyond the Clubhouse.